in a world looking for something to listen to. A group of friends rise to the challenge. It's Pop Samurai. What's going on, Pop Samurai fans? This is your host, Jelani Hoon, with... Paul Peck. Alex Pacheco. And Juan. Uh, we're here talking Star Wars! It's the Star Wars The Last Jedi spoiler review. If you have not seen the film, get out. Stop the podcast. Stop now before we spoil it. Because we're going to spoil the shit out of this. That's why it's called... Star the spoiler Wars, episode. The Last Jedi spoiler review. So go see the film, come back, listen to us, banter about this. Oh. Some people will love it, some people will hate it. But so, Someone is going to just completely gloss over the fact that we already said it's spoilers. They're going to see it one month from now and believe, I can't believe people spoil this. Well, yes. maybe, maybe people don't care. <laughs> maybe people don't care. Yeah, so people I, that like bad movies don't care about Star Wars. It's okay. It's all right. Guys, Anakin's Vader. Whoa! Spoilers! Holy <laughs> shit! Holy yeah. shit! Did we not realize that? Okay, guys. Uh, so we're gonna go. We're gonna get into the film. We're gonna break it down. Everyone's gonna talk about it again. I want to begin this podcast by preface, prefacing, prefacing, prefacing. Uh, film is subjective. Everyone has their. Everyone has their opinions. Everyone has their likes and dislikes, and it's it's all how they feel about it and how they group with it, guys. So people will love it, people will hate it, but all all I know is we can talk about it and be friends, right? Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, I just got a feeling that Juan's gonna shit all over this film. We got a feeling like there's like opposite ends of the spectrum He's here, so I can't shit in wait. The this is why we. Yeah, waited. I can just tell by his. This is why we waited, Juan. Oh, all right, so I also just woke up too, so yeah. So he's like extra yeah. crappy. I didn't have my he's coffee. Like, I didn't get any fucking sleep. Literally, about Luke's beard. Literally just rolled out of bed and came here. I, I, I miss. Oh, I miss my alarm. So yeah. All right, guys. So we, if you haven't listened to Scene Dojo yet, just real quick, I uh, let's not spoil anything yet. Just, just we'll go around the table. Like it or dislike it. I like it. I like it. I like it. I, it's garbage. It's garbage. Cool. Got it. And opposite ends of the spectrum here, guys. All, All right. right. So, uh, we're going to go into it. Uh, let's start off with some positives of the films first. And then we're going to start with, then we'll go to the negatives, okay? So, Paul, what did you like about the film? Luke Skywalker was way better than I expected. I thought he was going to be a lot more bitter and harder to kind of, like, bring back around. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I that's the number one thing is you get to see a little bit more about how powerful Luke Skywalker is, which I think that's great character development. But at the same point, a lot of people complain. They say because he's so different from Return of the Jedi. It's been 30 years. People go through some shit, man. You know, so... I love it. Okay. I love it. Things you liked about the film. Positive points. I, I loved the, the the best positive points was certain things that you built up in your mind. I mean, we for two years we were like, what's going to happen next? Like, uh, you know, it's just like, what? I mean, we built these theories up and everything, and they're like, no, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Well, but there's there's also there's theories. That they just, they, they, they don't address them now. No, but I'm talking like, about... Like, we're just kind of like, oh, God, now we got to wait one more movie. I liked everything. I like I mean, I liked how Luke Skywalker was portrayed. I liked how, you know, Ray followed him around. Some people are like, the nipple, milking, you know, I love that part, you know. Like, no, I, I thought it was... Because it's a Todd. It, it's weird. I thought it was uh, hilarious. I, I, I like it. You like... <laughs> but you do like, see... you do see. You do see how he feeds himself. Yeah. He's he's kind of like uh, he's kind of like. Um, well, he's like Ben Kenobi. If we ever got to see how you know Obi. Right, right. There's there's gonna be. But he's in exile, so he's. But the thing though too is like Obi Wan. Now he's he's also in exile, but at the same point, he has people that he can communicate with. Yeah. I think when you live in exile, kind of like how Tom Hanks did in Castaway, you know, you start getting a little bit loopy. The, they, which always explain, you yeah. know, Yoda on Dagobah. The, I mean, there is, 
you know, there's specific points. Okay, Snoke, we'll probably get into it later. Snoke got get killed off. And, and Maybe. Again, spoilers, guys. This Maybe. is happening, okay? And get, get, get used to it. So. And, uh, and when Luke, you know, and right at the beginning of the film almost, Luke has handed the lightsaber and we're all like, oh, what kind of story is he going to regale with us? And he's like... And <coughs> no, back, that was yeah. the best... That was the best thing. That was the best way like, to handle that. I oh, think. yeah. I, I was just completely like... I didn't expect it at all. Yeah. I thought he was going to say something. He's right. But he just takes the damn thing and he throws it behind him and just yeah. walks off. Nice. nice. Perfect. Like, what did you expect? I was going to go and like face down the First Order with a laser sword, you know? Right, right. Yeah, I loved it. Juan, uh, positives about the film. We'll get to negatives in a minute. But positives about the film for you, if there are any. Uh, I I think the like new force ability is kind of cool, the like projecting yourself and like communing with people. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was cool, but at the same time, it was kind of cheapened by like Kylo Ren and Rey. Like I, I get that they were linked with the force, or like you know they by the force. But the but way the way why were they linked though? Well, it was orchestrated by Snoke. Well, yeah, yeah, I, and I I see that, but. My my point is is that it was kind of cheapened not not cheapened but it was the way that it was executed made it seem more like a rom com than it did Star Wars right it it, it just seemed but the, the the weird thing about that was is that that's already there I, I've seen complaints online about that that link between Kyle Ren and Ray yeah and it's like but this this has already been in. Other movies. Yeah, yeah. This, this, this is what happened when Luke was in the Millennium Falcon after he got his hand cut off. The him and Vader are communicating. It, it's been there. Why, why are people freaking out about this? Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. My my complaint is just with the way that it was kind of executed. It just came out right. very rom commy so, and. What I, I do like is though that like because Kyle couldn't see her surroundings. Okay. Yeah. You know? All right, all right, so I'll go into positives for me, right? Okay, so uh, positive for me. Uh, I be- the film is well shot. I like the way it's shot. Um, I believe that this film has some of the best scenes in Star Wars. Um, the throne room scene where they went back to back was was an excellent shot scene. Um, the uh, jump to light speed cutting the fucking uh, ship in half oh, was, a, was a beautiful fucking scene. It, it's something that I've... Always wanted to see in this Star Wars I, I, film, I actually, and I, it was never done. I actually think that was done in an episode of either Rebels or uh, Clone Wars. So call me on that. I, uh, I, Star I, Wars, Star Wars Rebels. They they crash one of the ships, I, but I, they don't. They don't. As far as I remember, they do not jump to light speed. He just uh, the I can't think of his name because he's the um, the the like the general, the the Asian guy. At the end of oh, it's uh, in last uh, season. Yeah, crash Commander Sato. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but he he it doesn't jump to light speed. But know. we also have the ships that you know with the that can like ram into things. Yeah, the know, hammerhead. That, that's, that was part of Star Wars Rebels. Yeah, the hammerheads, but we so, never seen one just yeah. like jump. Yeah, you know, so see but again, glow the, yeah. It. But the so way it the, was the, executed, what? the way that it was executed in the scene, the cut, the silence, the complete utter silence. I mean, if you were in a theater that was like wasn't yeah. cheering, which right. like everyone was were like really like it, it took silent. it took the breath out of you, just yeah, like how that good. scene was well shot. Um, uh, I enjoyed a lot of the acting. Uh, for me, uh, I believe every scene that Ray was in. Her, her scenes with other people, playing off other people, were really well acted. Um, still enjoyed that. Uh, some of the some of the comedy, that's probably one of the negatives, but some of the comedy was a little little weird, but at the same time, I, I appreciated that they didn't overuse some jokes that they, they could have overused. A lesser director would have overdone some, some of the comedic jokes, like with the Porgs. Com- you know, uh, I believe they used them just enough. Useless, but just enough. The right, right. The one thing I do like about the Porgs is it wasn't 
overly done. Because they could have beat the shit. They could have beat you over the head with that constantly. Right, right. Same thing with the uh, the care the care the caretakers of the of the island. Like they used that joke twice. And, and that was, was like, it. That was they, it. I was they, like, didn't, they didn't. I, unless a director, I believe, uh, would have like completely overused that joke. Yeah. Um, the, the the second one with the little nun caretakers was probably yeah the best, best. yeah was the best one. Um, the the uh, ha, uh, Mark Hamill I believe brought it in this film very well. Uh, I, I I always appreciate his acting, uh, especially with voice VO work. But this I believe it's the best the he he it's the best portrayal he's done since probably like you know since since Jack. Right. So, uh, I really enjoyed that. Uh, besides that, I'm trying to think if there was anything else. Oh, the Yoda scene. Uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Yoda coming oh, back. I, and, I love... And it, well, it felt like the fucking puppet. And he was I, the puppet, which was first, great. At first it was kind of weird. It was like, uh, it didn't look that great. I was like, oh boy, what is this? And then... It kind of as the as it went on, it was a, a little bit better, but yeah. right. It was but at it, first it was a little bit giant. I was like, "Ooh, boy!" Well, what I what I like about it is because now again, when it comes to like fluent, you know, he he looks like the Yoda from Return of the Jedi. He acts like the Yoda from Empire and Return of the Jedi. Yeah. He didn't go back to kind of almost being kind of like in a normal headspace. You know, he he was Yoda that we remember. Yeah. So, a little bit, a little bit on the nutty side from, you know, being all by himself for twenty years. But I, I thought it was him knocking some sense into Luke was pretty funny. You know, taking this cane and just kind of like rapping. I was just about to bring that up too. I do appreciate them actually showing us what a Force Ghost person can actually do now, because like before it was always portrayed as like. Hi, I'm here. Talk. Bye. Right, yeah. And just we just away. always kind of saw like almost like just a vision and then that was but it. But it was like, no, they can there was they no can actually touch you. That you can you can you can they can touch you and they right. can they can also create like power things that happen like when he like Yoda lit the tree on fire. Right. So it, it I appreciate that. And again, Yoda and then and this will come, you know this this could addresses towards the end of the film too. Yoda destroying the the whole tree thing yeah. was to protect Rey. Sure. Because he says she already has what she needs. Yeah. And then we discover he knew. that she stole the books. Yeah. So I mean, it's, he, it's... It's not, it's not, that's why he did it. He's like, he's being playful. This brings me to something I, I brought up uh, before we started recording. He also, he also did that to show Luke also that you don't need, you never need to yeah, you don't need the books, but also the thing, the best one, like the te- the, the line he gives about being a master and, and passing on your teachings, yeah. you have to pass on your failures, right? Because yeah. it's the most important thing, right? Right. And it was like, I love that line through the movie where you have to pass out your failures, <laughs> you have to move on from the old things, right? It's also cool for Ray to have these books because there's not going to be, it's not going to be that, you know, Luke is just going to sit down and read it page to page for her. She can actually explore all this stuff on her own, too. Yeah. Which now brings up my question. Where is the green lightsaber? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Where is it? So. We don't see it. We never physically see the green lightsaber. Yeah, we see it in a flashback. That's it. And it's projected. When, when he fights Kylo. No, it's a blue. He had blue. Did he have the blue? Yeah, that's the reason. The reason why I realized that he was he was uh, projecting was oh, yeah. because because he has because he used he used the, yeah. bright, the blue lightsaber. I was like, wasn't that just destroyed? And it was a really cool like little like again if you if you have if you watch it again you go back and you'll notice like they give you hints like uh, when Kylo slides on the ground you see the the red right but the when Luke does it doesn't yeah like, there's, there is, there's nothing not, he's not there and when they, right they, they and that that was my realization when they fire all the lasers at him. There's nothing on him. Yeah, well, that that was kind of like my assumption that that was kind of like just him using like kind of like the force bubble to protect himself. Yeah, you know. So at first, that's what I just thought it was. It was the foot slide that said to me that this he's not there. Yeah, (laughs) I I will say that I do appreciate they took a lot of risks in this film. Right there, it wasn't, it wasn't like because a lot of people complained about seven being very safe and very samey to uh, episode whatever, right. which 
I, I don't really but, uh, take uh, to, but... The other thing with Luke, though, too, is when he first shows up, and you don't realize that he's a projection, it was like, okay, I understand he's on the island with the caretakers, I understand the haircut, but where the fuck did he find the time to dye his beard? Yeah. Because his projection is a memory of himself. Yeah. And if you can't see what he actually looks like, because he doesn't probably have mirrors on that island... Yeah, so I mean, I appreciate their uh, discussion on like uh, the the force. It's a power that's between thing between things, and it not just being uh, fucking metaclorians in your bloodstream. But uh, I do I do appreciate the discussion on that what it is, and that like really that them pushing more of like there are more other force sensitive people out there than just like the fucking Skywalkers. All right, so I appreciate that, right? Uh, a lot of risks in this, <coughs> them, like, again, killing off Snoke. Like, but again, what, what is Snoke? Is, is Snoke... And that's, but that may be... Because we don't know his background. Is Snoke, like, some sort of, like, fucked up clone? Because he says that he's responsible for that link between... Yeah. Kylo and Ray. He was very force powerful. And when he's dead, then there's one more link between the two of them. So it's like, well, wait a second. I like, I like the fact that, and I hope they keep it like this. He's just dead. That's it. Well, I I hope so. But and we not. I mean, we can get a backstory. You know, they'll release a comic book on on a backstory. But he was just used for. Kylo's I, last step. Yeah, I guess just to answer your question, Snoke is just a big MacGuffin. <laughs> it's a big MacGuffin, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Essentially, I, mean, I just, I just, and we'll I, see what happens. If they never explain it, like, I, it would have bothered me. It wouldn't bother me. But because, like, literally, I think they went as far as like, what the character could have gone with, with what they had right now. But, That's like, because, right like, what, I, what, what, what the focus is right now, what I think the focus should be is like, uh, okay, so Kylo's taken over here, right? Yeah. And right, right. Let the old things die, as he says. And like, but just, he needs, there needs to be like a more step into a more powerful role because like he <laughs> is very childish. But it was funny because the entire time that I've been saying over the last couple of years that I thought that Kylo's story was going to be opposite from Luke's going from bad to good. And so then all of a sudden when him and Ray are fucking taking out that throne room. Yeah. And I was like, I was right. And then he and offers, so we like, can rule the galaxy together. Ah, son of a yeah, bitch. I, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, I was almost like, are they really going to fucking redeem him here? Yeah. Is that what they're trying to do? I, I don't think he will be redeemed. I don't think he can be. Like, uh, he told Ray, like, your parents were nothing. Trying to get her over, it's like wow, right. Cool and what stuff. best way to do it is by Your telling her that her parents are nobody. They, they sold you off. Yeah. For, you know, so, gambling money and next thing you know. So we still don't know who her parents are. What are you gonna? We, I mean, and they might not be anybody either. You know. Right, but this is a common thread throughout the Star Wars films was the lying, because Uncle Owen told Luke that his parents were one thing. Obi Wan told him that his parents were another thing. So you know there was two different stories that he got. So I would appreciate I would appreciate it if it, if they were nothing if they if they were if literally they it's another bloodline and it's just like this is where we're going on. Well, when, like when she's looking at the mirror in the cave, when you saw like at first it's the shadow, and then you just see her. They should have just left it the shadow, like they, you know like there there's something there. But they're telling but we don't you, know what it is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who they are. Yeah, but we're gonna find out that there's somebody. I think. I I, well, I, I disagree, but I mean, like that. I, if they if they went with like it's a brand new bloodline, I would be fine with it I'm because saying, like yeah. literally, I, literally, it can't always just well, be. Because it's supposed to be Skywalker the, the, the Skywalker saga. Yeah. So, I mean, because we already know. I was also kind of you always had wondered, you know, if her parents were at first was you know she has. Um, the pilot helmet on Jakku. So at first I thought that that might have been like her mother, but there's already a book that explains that it's not. Um, so, I mean, there's there's other probabilities. We know who Paul Dameron's parents are according to the books and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But so, we have, I mean, shows, I, I feel like it's going to go, Ray is going to, you know, teach everybody that was, you know, Finn. I, I would hope, 
Finn gets into a little bit of the, you know, Jedi training. You well, know. I, I, what I'm kind of hoping too is that now we're going to have not only we're going to have Jedi's, but we'll have maybe just Jedi's and Force sensitive. Or they might not even be Jedi's though now. Right. Might be but what, it, what I'm saying is, like, if you look at General Grievous. General Grievous knew how to wield a lightsaber. Yeah. General Grievous wasn't a Sith or a Jedi at any point. Yeah. So you might have like more laser swords. Right. I mean, you just you might have you know. I mean, anybody can wield a gun. You know. I mean, there's there's people that can use swords, but they're not necessarily, you know, ninjas or or samurais. Mm. So I mean, there that could be a possibility. You know, when you explore like the Church of the Jedi and stuff. Mm. Juan, any final thoughts on positive stuff? No, not really. <laughs> okay. Why do you hate it so much? All right. Okay. So, uh, well, we'll, I, well, I guess we'll, we're going to start. Get into it. We're going to start with you, Juan. Yeah. You uh, what really, what really what didn't you like I, about I the film? So the movie essentially is about nothing. Um, it, it it doesn't really have much of a plot. If you, if, if you think about it, right? And and uh, so and I the only reason I say this is because it the way that the movie in between six or uh, not six not seven and eight, um, normally in between Star Wars movies you have several years right in between each movie, right? I mean, and the difference the the you difference have thirty years for the between six and seven. Uh, right, you know, and in between one and two, you have like 20, or like 10 years, and in between no, two, and in be- well, one and two, yeah, ten. Uh, one and two, ten years, two and three, like, three years, three to five years, uh, uh, three and four, uh, 20 years. years, yeah, 19 years, 20 years, right, so you have these really big gaps, right, and between seven and eight, there's only, I mean, it's not like really explicitly said, but you can assume that there's maybe, Maybe a, weeks. Yeah, a few weeks in between that. I think and, the same thing is with. Oh no, there's like. Well, what I what I believe in uh, Force Awakens is even though we see Ray at the very end go to Luke, I believe that there is a, a little bit of a time gap well, from it, the time that she yeah, leaves the Alliance and goes there. But it's not. I mean, it's not. It's not. But my here. my point is is that it's not. But it's not. Years, it's not a great right. expanse of time and. That dramatically hurts character development. So yeah, I understand the scroll kind of right. tells you exactly. Oh well, no shit, we saw that in the last movie. You know, so the, the, the whole scroll it was good. Yeah, but it what didn't explain anything to us that we didn't already get from the first. Well, movie. what it, what I thought about this movie was they should have kept Finn out of it. Okay, so you, yeah, you, I, you should have saved him for the next episode. He should have remained fucked up. Yeah, I, yeah. I totally so agree. The, and this, okay, so, and that's where, okay, while I thoroughly enjoyed oh, yeah, the film yeah. and loved the film, this is my negative of the fucking film. The Finn plot line with Rose, Rose was yeah. completely, utterly useless in this film. Yeah. You could have cut that whole fucking scene out, or if you were going to have it in there, you could have had not them go to that damn planet. I, everything about that planet I fucking hated. Um, there, I mean, the, the point of that was just to show that, you know, the war is just a machine and they're bad I did, people. I liked right. It. I liked it. it, it while, while you could have, while, yeah, you could have, you still could have showed that regardless of them going to that planet or not. Oh yeah. You I, could told, have, I you, totally could, agree. You could have been like, Hey, we caught this one like code breaker in our, in our, in our, like, uh, and we have them locked up in the, in the brig right now. You want to go get yeah. them out? Maybe sneak into the ship. That could have been but, like, but at the same point, some time there or something yeah. like that. But at this, at the same point, by having them go to that planet, when you're talking about igniting the spark at the very end with the kid with the ring, and then um, the broom drifting over into his hand, and then he's holding it like a lightsaber, kind of now brings it to I, what I mean, possibly could be. The next trilogy. I guess, but then at the same time, I believe it could have been shot a lot better than that. Yeah. Like, but that, like that kid's almost you needed, standing you there. You needed to insert a slave child somewhere in the in the movie for yeah. it to like all of a sudden pay off at the end. I believe like at the end you could have been like, oh, these kids are talking about uh, the story of Luke that came out and he stood in front of everything. Like you didn't really need to know the children because literally if like a kid went out and then he was force sensitive, you didn't need to know anything because we found nothing out about other than he's a slave child. 
Right. And I was like, well, it's still and useless. The rebellion is spreading. Yeah, but, like, but at the literally, same point. You could have paid off, like, you could have paid it off, like, uh, oh, he has, like, he drew, like, a, a faux rebel symbol on his on his shirt or something like that. Or something. To sh- he didn't have to have the ring. He could have just been like, I'm with the rebellion. The, and I'm like, the ring, I'm the ring is just to push merch. Yeah, it yeah. was, it was, it was. Now everybody's going to be like, The planet was useless. The, uh, the like, it's. They're on a time schedule. But aren't most games? We're 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 we're, we're on the we're in the slowest chase ever, and like you guys have this amount of time to get to the planet, find the master crow breaker, which they never find, no. or they yeah. run into, get locked up, and some <laughs> random dude in the jail says, "I can I can do it," which again, total waste of Benicio del Toro's talents. But again, I believe he he still played the character excellently. But it was a waste of a character and a waste of an actor. But I I believe that he was the master code breaker. Not not the guy that they saw at the gambling table. I don't know. People I, lose things within gambling. I think that might have been his at some point. Well, maybe. At, at the same time, <laughs> I don't know. But at the same time, I, but feel, it was like, just like, I feel like Maz may not have recommended someone that would have turned that easily on them. You know? On top of that, like, again, if you were just going to have some random... Uh, dude, Ma, if, Maz hangs out with some pretty big scumbags. Yeah, I mean, like, and, and again, when, when you see the last film, it doesn't look like, hey, these are all, like... Again, people again, here. the the Finn and Rose storyline of them trying to get onto the ship to shut off the the light speed tracker, I believe could have been like condensed and like really streamlined. Yeah, like, they spent hey, way too much time we, on that. We caught this one Benicio del Toro's in our brig. You want to take yeah. it along? He, the, he the, knows, the only the only thing that I see out. <laughs> the only thing that I see about that is because of the slave children and linking to the next trilogy. Yeah, but I believe like but if you were gonna have at more, the you same point, more. you could have had. You, you simply could have had Finn just know certain codes. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, no, yeah, I, I, feel, I feel like that is kind of overused, actually. That, that was one of my other really big complaints about it. Was what? Uh, that Finn... Like, I mean, like, yeah, I know that, like, you know, the First Order, like, Stormtroopers are fairly knowledgeable at things, but, like, I, I feel like if he had known the codes... But they could have... They also could have gone with the route that, you know, he's not the only kind of... Um, disgruntled stormtrooper <clears throat> he he could have known other guys you, you could have gone that path too yeah you could have there were so many other better ways than like find a master codebreaker on this casino planet but i was like Ugh. right I, because I they, they, had, like they only scene. had a certain amount of time to get like there it, like back. if if they, they i mean i don't know how much of that how much of that planet took of the of the film i didn't keep an eye on it but i feel like it, if it took up half an hour of the film that's half an hour you could have saved on, like, a really good well, streamlined part. Right. If you would have avoided them doing the whole planet thing, yeah. you could have added to the storyline of Captain Phasma. Whereas yeah. Phasma... Came and went. Came, well, she kind of comes and goes in the last one. And you know, when, when you first see all the, the posters and the merchandising, you're like, oh, this is going to be a badass character. And then she's just kind of like... Yeah. Which which a lot of, and and which so a lot that, of people are having complaints about because like, uh, isn't there a Phasma book? Yep, there's, right. There's a Phasma the, book and, and, and how she and, escapes. And, and people say that like it, it develops her character a lot. It, and, it like, does. It, it, it makes her it a really more, hypes her a better up. character. And but the then, comics do too. Yeah. But then like, do people? I mean, is it is it people's responsibility to have to read that book to know that like this character is super important instead of having them come and go in the film? Right. Yeah. You so know? if you only watch the films. She's such a just kind of almost like pointless. Yeah, and so you there, know, there like was, where's the build up to this character? Like, like, like you said, there was an overused trope of like, oh, maybe he he remembers stuff from like being a stormtrooper. He could have oh, yeah, on the ship, mean, right? Because you know he ha- he knew about the tracking thing. He knew about uh, you know Starkiller Base, how to get into it, how to deactivate the shields. Right. He, knew, he knew about the. And I feel like you could have played. You could I feel like you could have played off of that and been like, "Well, I kind of, I, I do know codes and stuff like that," yeah. and had them just try right. to sneak because on the ship. It goes back to what you were saying about there not really being a gap between these movies, so everything that he knows is still going to be fresh. Yeah. So it's he kind of like, why can't they just get? What, what could have happened here is like you could have still had the same outcome because guess what? At the end, of, but like their their storyline ends with them. Not completing the mission. Well, surprise, surprise! You you ran into some random dude in a jail cell, trusted him, and like he turned on you. Come so, on, that's that's my point. Is that the movie is essentially about nothing. There's uh, so much time wasted on that. And, but Empire Strikes Back is pretty much about nothing. 
I think it's all just about them just trying to get at the rebels and now, destroy them. And now the 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 plot about like it being nothing, I don't, I don't but, essentially believe that. I believe like the story there there are, there are story arcs and character development like with Poe, right, where he's starts off where he's still a hot headed like person. And I, I like he, him a lot better in this one. They than I they did try to guide him to being more of a leader character. Well, yeah, and right? I I I guess I kind of see that, but the difference between Empire and this is that Empire actually like built some sort of tension with the character development and i don't well, really, yeah. I, I, I don't really see that same level of tension well yeah because you the the lightsaber battle in empire is way better than the lightsaber well no no I, i'm saying point. as far as developing your characters there's right no, there's right no sort of Luke tension. learning the force where ray doesn't really get to know much yeah she, she doesn't learn anything snoke is killed off that's pretty much the biggest source of tension uh kylo ren is still kylo ren I like Kylo Ren. Well, I mean, I'm saying, but he hasn't developed anymore. He's still the I same. Think, he's still I the same he character. Has. I think he's really developed, like, in insanity-wise, you know, he's... Really, it's a power, yeah, his power play. Really, I mean, like... He he has developed as a character within the last film and this film. I mean, he, but it's such, it's not showing it's not showing much more though but than again, what was right. you know. There's not much more time that's been passed. Oh, but but true, Hux, true. Hux is also kissing his ass already. Called him supreme leader. You yeah, know? and so and this is the thing. Like some people complain about like, uh, oh, I feel like Kylo got weaker. Between this one and the next and and seven. No, right? I, I don't uh, think he has. And I was like, well, I don't think he has. I think he got he he was really uh, impulsive and rash in this film because of his compromising emotions uh, uh, here. And I believe like if they went to nine and he was able to control it more, I, he could focus into becoming I, a very powerful. I I, I, th- I feel like people are confusing the conflict in him for weakness, which is actually his biggest strength. Right. Yeah, and I, get, uh, I believe it's like he's just impulsive and hot-headed right now, but I believe he could develop into a powerful villain. Is just right now that has much, not much time has passed, and still he's still very just impulsive and like trying to find uh, the, the his place in the conflict. He, I, I understand. Which I again I, I like that he's he's like going this he, way. I like when the Millennium Falcon shows up. Blow that ship out of the sky. And he's being like, very so impulsive, he, and he if so he, he if he wants to be. Again, like a lot of like the, the storylines that run through this, if you want to be something greater, you have to learn control. You have to learn this and that. Like again, with the Poe storyline, with with uh, Ray's control of like where she, where she's gonna stand. <coughs> and stuff. Right. So I mean, I believe there are through lines throughout the film that they, they work out. And again, it it is about for me I, it, the storyline, and I believe that it is about something. It's it's about what what the Force really means and what um, kind of like this. Again, they keep bringing it up, but they keep using the spark that, that ignites. The spark that you know. ignite the right. fire. Um, stuff one, one thing, I, I understand them having Kylo Ren's helmet in this for Snoke to just kind of like talk shit about him and not be Invader. Yeah. Uh, but it's almost kind of unnecessary. Like, why didn't you just say, okay, he lost it when he took it off on the bridge and killed Solo? Yeah. <laughs> Why is this helmet back? Well, you know, I, you know I, like, I, why, I, why wasn't it just left out of here? But it did give it a good scene where he just sees it in the elevator and just destroys it. Just, yeah, it gives it a great scene. And, and but, I, I, I mean, believe it does have a payoff where he, like, eventually he comes to the realization of let old things die. Yeah, right. Does. And that's why. Well, I, I, you know, uh, you know, talking of the letting old things die thing, I think since, I, I, personally, I think a better direction to have taken with the movie as it is was show that Snoke kind of lost faith in Kylo Ren and have Snoke betray Kylo Ren. You know, and then maybe take on Rey. That that would be, to me, at least... I, that's kind of what I was getting from the whole thing, though. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. That he wanted somebody better than... But I, I mean, He, he saw actually, the weakness in I mean, Kylo actually, Ren. like, go through with it. Because, like, it, you know, you totally wouldn't expect Kylo Ren to die in the movie. You know, that would actually be some sort of impactful, like, twist... Right, yeah. and that that literally is killing off the old. Right, that's kind of killing off the Skywalker lineage, and starting something new. Ray is the new antagonist or protagonist, and you know. Um, and and again, like I I believe that the way that they went was was still a very good way to go, because again, Snoke is like the old ways and everything like that, and he was pretty much kind of like 
really just shitting on Kylo the whole time. And like yeah. even even during his final speech, God, I'm just like, I can picture it in my head of what you're doing. I know everything. And he's like, well, you're not as powerful as you think if he can just like, you know, do this to you, you know. And the let the old things die and the line and, and the, the kind of character arc of Kylo, I enjoyed. And again, like I still enjoy. I, I think... I think he can grow into like a very powerful villain throughout, like going into nine, um, just depending on like if he can pull his shit together because he's very impulsive, you know, right now. So and yeah. and yeah, the the other thing that I didn't enjoy is some of the some of the choices and some of the uh, scenes that they were trying to pull off here. So the the Leia scene. Oh yeah. I didn't enjoy how it was shot. Because it seemed, it almost looked a little campy, or I don't know how to describe it. Like when she was floating through there, I believe there was a better way to show her using the force. Very surreal, you know. Yeah, I I died laughing in the theater. I I was like, I cannot take this seriously. It took it took me out of the movie. So um, it it took me out of the movie when you saw her floating towards. Yeah, you know, like Mary Mary Poppins. I I feel there's a better way to shoot this scene, because like. While, while I enjoyed, like, okay, they're finally showing that she can use the Force, she can do this, but, like, there's a better way to shoot this scene, because, like, that was not it. But it was more, I guess, maybe well, more, you know, like, paying homage what, to What I, I think the better way of going about it is when you have the explosion to not show her get sucked out. Yeah. And then when they look through, you know, when she opens up the door, like, when they look through the glass, maybe she's, like, taking the knee, and you kind of almost see, like, a Force bubble... Around her, like protecting her or something. Yeah, you didn't or, have to do the full back. Or you could have just had that that one powerful moment. Bubble, or you could have had like something, like pin her, and she could have like finally just like almost like the Spider Man scene where he's like he's trapped on the rubble and he finally like uses really like focuses and try and pulls it off of him. Or like they, almost like she like pushes it off of him. I or, don't know. Or, or they could have just written her out there. That was the perfect opportunity to like write her out. To be honest. Yeah. Well, but but because she she doesn't really do much as far as the plot right. goes. I mean, but I, I think I think the reason why she wasn't written out at that point is because they're saving her. They were saving her initially for something bigger in the next one, which they now yeah. can't do. I, but I I feel like, in retrospect, after her passing, I feel like. <laughs> I I think I think that they didn't want to go too much. I think because they already killed Solo too. Oh. All the stuff that they would shoot, they shot with her. Yeah, I, 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 I agree, plot, but like it also sensitive. just kind of, it, it seems almost again in retrospect, it seemed almost in poor taste to like, you know, imply that they killed her off and then <laughs> bring her back like that. I could see maybe if she hadn't passed after shooting, but, but what if that was the plan the whole time? I, I mean, yeah, I, it, it just, it just kind of looks unusual. Yeah, after, right. after the fact, in retrospect. I mean, I'm kind of fine. I liked it. It was another time where they're fucking with your expectations, right? I guess it just was kind of yeah. Because I I initially thought when she got sucked out, oh fuck, that's that's it. it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, but then I thought no, there was more stuff in the trailer with her. So uh, yeah, I I feel like though that because she you know like. But I also thought that was gonna end up being. But when she started using it, it it just seemed really shoehorned. It took me. It took me. It was like what. This is, uh, this is, uh... Yeah, I mean, there were some people laughing at the scene, but, I mean, again, there were some choices, while, again, risky, that that was their choice, but I feel like there were a couple scenes that could have been shot a little bit better. Yeah, so. I, I overall didn't, I, I, I kind of have to disagree with but you. But every single, every single Star Wars film, I can always say that there's something that could have been shot better, so, I mean... I still love this film. I well, yeah. Again, I'm not. Say, I'm not saying I hate the film. I, I love the film, but there, there were some things that again were in the negative points. And I about look at, it. I look at it like this: the whole Leia floating back there. I'm like, well, we live in an age where we have superhero films all the time, and it's not for the the younger generation. Is it really? Oh, okay. She can. I guess she's a superhero. Yeah, but there's there's a difference between you know like suspending your disbelief to a certain extent. For you know, within the bounds of the the, yeah, the, the universe, I, and, I, then, I think the, the, and then there's the difference between just completely taking the piss, uh, you know, out of. But I, I think this was just to actually show how powerful she actually uh, was. Yeah, you know. Um, because my my what I think what what I think in my head, uh, by showing how powerful she was with the force, was she was maybe supposed to go on to mentor Ray 
in the next film. Right. Because you're not just always going to have Luke and Yoda just kind of ghosting around that you she would be able to show Ray some stuff. Right, right. Which now, you know, won't happen. Um, and then going back to the whole Rose character, they're giving Billy Lord a much bigger role in this film. Why wasn't her character in place of the Rose character? Probably can't really ask for a Rose either. I mean, comparatively. Comparatively, the stuff that I've seen her in so far, I thought that she's been pretty good. See, I didn't Billy Lord. I knew right away that was Carrie Fisher's daughter, and I was like, right. Oh, didn't blow me away. Right, she doesn't blow you away, but I mean, so neither did Kelly Murray. Plus, multicultural diversity, so they put. But I think that's why they did that too. Well, uh, uh, but again, I feel like that, like, it, like the the whole Finn side. Again, when you look at Seven comparatively, like. Finn, Finn's Finn, story is way better. Finn was like in his 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 role in that film was was larger and like he was like a main character. This feels like in this film he felt like he was re- relegated to a side character arc. Well, yeah, he's just he's and it was just like this seems just like kind of like off. But it goes know. it goes back to the original trilogy because they all seem to get separated. Too no, no, and and again, but the pro the difference is like in those. Like when they get separated, they still feel like they're main characters. His character, his storyline in this film felt like he was just a side off character. Well, I, I feel like that's because they kind of had to. Uh, my my biggest gripe with Finn's character, at least in Episode Seven, was is that like his dialogue was a bit forced. So I feel like they had to like uh, rein, rein it in a bit. And I, I you know I, I think that's just what it is is that you're seeing that they they reined it in a bit. Yeah. And and now and again, like for me, I love the film. I will, I will see it many more times to to catch all the little stuff I missed, but uh, yeah, there were just some choices that I didn't enjoy in the film because I felt like the the film was I believe the original cut was like three hours long or something like yeah. that, and now it's like just two and a half, and I I'm like I'm thinking to myself it's like well what did they take out, and like did it make it streamlined better, because it, it was almost like there were again. The the storyline that I did enjoy was Finn's storyline. I mean, you could right. you could have condensed but that. But for me, I think of when I, when I look back at all of it, the only character that wasn't really handled well, other than Rose. But if you I'm just taking a look at like uh, Force Awakens, the only character that wasn't handled well was Finn. Like yeah. there could have been there could have been so much more. Yeah. Like if they would have cut down on that fucking planet, you could have had. Well, what I'm, what I'm saying is Finn is such a main character. That's in, what, and that's what I was saying. In Force like, Awakens. He felt so like he was his, a side character. Yeah, he goes to the side character thing. So it, it's kind of like you would have had a lot more development if you would have not done the planet thing and it could have been on the ship longer. Or yeah, because I mean, look at the size of that ship. It looked like a fucking planet, like the uh, Snoke ship. You could have literally had like them just like trying to get through and not get caught on that ship with this one like, DJ like character. the Death Star. Yeah, like it, the Death Star. Could have, it, you could yeah. have, you could have extended that and still had the whole like DJ telling them about like oh they sell to both sides and this and that like them finding that information on the ship or something like that. You could have done so many things to make the same same almost same plot happen but make it more impactful. Then all of a sudden just like going to a planet where all the only payoff is the slave child we, we saw there was is force sensitive. Like, yeah. I believe you could have showed that like the sense force sensitive child anywhere. They tried to do some kind of big menagerie alien. There it was their it was their cantina uh, scene. Yeah, that was their cantina scene. Yeah, and it completely really, sure. It didn't really pay off. And it, it didn't it didn't really look right either. I I don't think just the. I've heard Harry Potter. It's, it sounds like. I mean, it, it looks like kind of like. Yeah, Harry and Potter's and comparatively and with those with those what what were they? I forgot what they were. Horse things. I don't know what they were. Like when you when you look at it to seven, where it's like here we're going back to practical, and then like you have like right when they're in their stables, they could have been. You could have had like yet. the head come out of the stable and it being kind of more practical or looking. Then, like, all of a sudden, a full CGI character, but they decided to go all CGI, so it was like, yeah, that, you're taking me out. I, I, I feel like, I, I, I don't really like how the movie, in general, looks. I, I kind of have to disagree with you on that point. I don't like how it's shot, and the thing that was the most heinous to me was the CG 
the CG was absolute garbage in this movie. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't agree. Either. Like the, it, no, the, the, no, Snoke, no. the Snoke CGI was uh, very, awesome. very well yeah, done. Yeah, Snoke I looks th- awesome. I thought that it was the most realistic thing in the film. Um, just his mannerisms and the thing you notice from it. Yeah, and they had no, no. I, I'm I'm talking about like other shots though, like the establish the establishing okay, shot. Yeah, there there are there are some shots that that, are... that establishing shot where they like did that like quick like snap zoom into the ships. You know, like you could tell it was definitely CGI. Uh, when Kylo Ren and Rey are pulling the lightsabers, you could definitely tell that that lightsaber is very CGI. It looks cartoony. You well, know? my um, my my uh, gripe when it comes to like the CGI thing. Was actually um, was BB-8 in the ATST? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That I was like, oh god, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Let's see what else. There, there are other like really obvious like green screen or like blue screen things. Uh, like when uh, when they're going and riding on the animal. That's there's oh, no, 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 the, the, that stick out. The ATST that you said, and then there's those uh, yeah the that ride and, through the grass and when when and when Luke and Ray are talking on Octo, you can definitely tell that like in some of the close up shots that they have of of their faces that it's a green screen behind them. It, it just took me out of the movie so much. Uh, as far as like you know, from a technical standpoint, like you see a lot of like anamorphic like weird anamorphic distortion. Yeah. Uh, it, it's really it's really hard to tell. But like I've if you that, if you're not like looking I've for seen it. Seen that in so many movies. That, that look, that anamorphic kind of like, mm, it's kind of, you know that's not the real sky behind them, you know, it's not storming there, they're on a, they're on a set. It no, like no, a no, set. no, I'm saying, I'm saying the lens that they shot it with, there's lots of like lens distortion that's like visible in it that could have been corrected, um, you know, it's just really simple things that you probably don't look for, but I, it jumped out and was like glaring to me. Uh, also, I thought Yoda looked disgusting in this. Um, He's a puppet. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like the like establishing scene when he like kind of like, you know, materializes. Like, I, I thought that was really like weird looking. I it just see who did the scene. to to me what to me it it, it looked a lot like what I've already seen was the original trilogy. Yeah, I mean, and, and like the close up shots, it was really good, but like some of the wider shots, it was just really like. The, looks terrible you know like the close-up shots when he you know like there's like the lighting like on his face and yeah. you know you can like see the contours and things like that it, it looks it looks decent I, I thought it looked all right but for the most part it looked terrible it was horrible um that, that's the cinematographer's job yeah that and speaking of the cinematography i think uh it was cut too fast for star wars well they did uh my, my it, gripe was the page not having the page turning like the 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 way the scenes change yeah. in the other films, not having that. Well, no, I I, 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 like, I don't I don't why? I don't mind I don't mind the you know the wipes or anything like that. I right, think that's, but that's, it doesn't look fluent then with the other films if you well, watch them all back to back. Yeah, I I think they did some creative like cuts in between what? overall scenes, but I'm I'm talking about like, you know, they're in, in dialogue. Right, they cut to people's faces too fast, or they cut to people's hands doing things, or you, you I know, think it's most just, people aren't going to recognize that one. Well, no, but it's it's something that like really messes with the pacing of the movie, and I, it, it it took me out of the the Star Wars experience, I guess. There were a lot of really fast like dolly shots and like steady cam shots that weren't like the cinematography of Star Wars. Right. You know, because like when you look at you know either the prequel trilogies or the original trilogies, the most dolly work that's done is just following people that are walking. You know, the right, ca- the, right. Ca- the camera in this movie is very. Active. You had flashbacks in this one too. Yeah, because none of the other films have flashbacks. Yeah. yeah the, the, the whole the whole this Force Vision. This one had flashbacks, and it was like, well, this, this is kind of weird. Well, I, I could I could have seen because I I had assumed that when paper. she went into that cave, that's when we were gonna see everything. You're like, this is paper. paper well, no, I, I'm saying like when you know you had the 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 big mirror wall. That's when I assume, where I would have put a lot of these like visions in that not to have flashback scenes. Yeah, I because you feel don't like, have those in any of the other Star Wars films. I feel so I like, feel like the why did you do this? The Force Vision scene was a bit underwhelming. They could have used it a whole lot more effective. Uh, it was just more because you know like when Luke had his Force Vision in like the you know the cave of evil or darkness or whatever, and on, on Dagobah it. It said a lot, you know. Even though it was a very right. simple force vision, 
it established that you know like the there's a potential for him to turn and you know like it, it showed the conflict whereas this didn't really it was more unusual than it was but yeah, I guess the one the one thing that was decent about having flashbacks is your it was different each time mm. so you're seeing it from what their point of view was right like this is my point of view this is what happened this is my point of view so whereas like Kyle thought he was in the right and, as per you know ben and Luke Kenobi's thought he was in the right view. which could open up the door for if Ray actually in the next one does have a force vision to to get the truth. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose the only takeaway from that force vision is that she was, she, she recognizes that she was being selfish for trying to look within, you know, to to find answers for you know. Right. That, that, but as far as character development, but it, it's really... it's kind of the same thing that goes back to Luke Skywalker because it's like here you have kind of maybe a. Uh, this kid that was living on a, a desert planet, you know, and she sees the hope in people and stuff like that. Kind of like the mistake that Luke made with, you know, Vader and everything. Yeah. So, I mean, but that they, I'm hoping that that's maybe what happens in the next one is that she actually has a force vision and sees the truth on a lot of stuff. Yeah, actually, you know, I... We'll I, find out maybe I, who... I, I just thought about this now, um... Do you think, because I, I, I just am thinking back to when you said that um, Leia was supposed to mentor Rey. Right. I, I think I think the Yoda thing was put into that as a means to cover for, you know, the, the passing of Carrie Fisher. Because, I, I mean, it, it at least... That, that's true. I, I never she, really think about she, that. She she stole the books and Yoda covered for her, you know. Right. So that's her means of getting tutelage without Leia or or Luke being there. Yeah. You know, I, I that's maybe that's, that, that might have been something that was actually changed. You know, maybe, maybe maybe they had a Yoda scene in there, but they probably saw that it as a more effective means of Sure, because there's a lot of like little clips in that, like when she's like you see Luke looking down at her and she's got the lightsaber by the rock. And there was like all these images where people had stuff circled where it looked like the image of Yoda sitting up on top of there. So whether or not it was just something that looked like the shape of Yoda, I, I don't know. But um, there, there might have been you know quite a few things changed you know, within the passing of Carrie Fisher because she had, when she died, they weren't done shooting this film yeah. they, they had they were done they were done filming her scenes because every every movie is completely shot out of context right you know you might film the last scene first so it just it just depends where they are where the locations are and everything like right that. I don't think they had any reshoots on this film either though I don't know no we don't know so yeah uh, I mean, I think that's all we can say about the film. But. The, the, yeah, but the one thing that I can bring up, though, was the AT-ATs. Well, I'm, I'm kind of so disappointed in them. Because they have, like, the gorilla claws in front. And it's kind of like, oh, what's this going to be? You know, I, I thought maybe they were going to be able to kind of, like, go up, like, you know, the mountain. You know, like, hills or something like that. They show nothing. Because like, they have the these same. claws. Nothing. Nothing. So. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? What is this? Come on, guys. When he wasn't, when they get, they could get into a cool stance. That's about it. Yeah. But uh, at the same point, this might be. I don't know if there's how much of a gap there's going to be and stuff like that between the you know this one and the next one. I'm thinking it might be a couple of years. Hopefully, I hope. Yeah. Because um, I mean, because you got you got to develop Ray now. She's got to be, uh, you know. Further along with the force. Yeah, I do want a couple of years. I don't want this to take place like, oh, this is a year after. I want a couple of years to go by between. But I, what, I, what I also think would be a great like opening shot in the next one would be Chewbacca and Nynum flying the Millennium <laughs> Falcon. Because this is the first time he's back on the Millennium Falcon since Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So... I'm Which sure he's gonna be there. I mean, that's the point. And, and I think I think it's great that Sowers <coughs> brought in Mike Quinn to play Nynum. I mean, bringing in the original actor is 
they did it for the last one. Now they did it for this one. I'm like, that's that's very cool. Yeah. You know, because it's a, a big Star Wars family. Yeah. I was. Uh, a lot Luke? of people are pissed about Admiral Ackbar getting blown away, about, but I yeah. understand it. What about uh, Luke dying? I I am surprisingly happy about it. Yeah. Because see, with Han Solo, it's kind of like I'm, I'm, I'm saddened by it because it's like. We're never going to see him again. Whereas, like, Luke, you know, we're going to see the Force goes. Well, that we and it, it, it resolved a whole lot better. Wouldn't it even be better if they went off? I mean, this is them really trying to say, okay, this is the new stuff. Okay, this is like what Kylo Ren said. He's like, we're killing the past stuff. Not really killing it, but we're just, that's the past. This is the future. I would, I would like, I would like Luke's. Kind of specter, not necessarily a force. But I think what will end up happening is the reason why you're going to have a lot more of like the the Luke ghost is again because of Carrie Fisher not being around. Or, you know, major like plot twists, you know. He he wasn't actually on Octo, he's somewhere else. And that was just a projection. Yeah. That that's that that would have been a possibility. I'm I'm, I'm kidding. I I think they should have shown like the the mechanical hand on the rock. They they just should have had something like that. Yeah, they forget. <laughs> so yeah, but I know I just think it'd be cool. But his his whole death was very cool because it goes back again to talking about the the spark and stuff like that. You know, him looking up at the twin suns. Yeah, which I really like. Enjoyed. His his whole storyline has now come full circle. Now we can. Now he's done, and. Uh, he had regained his faith and said that, you know, Ray's going to be the last Jedi. So it's it's cool. I like that his storyline came full circle. But, yeah, with the, the passing of him, it's just kind of like, well, we'll see him again. Yeah. It was just kind of like how, you know, when I used to read Star Wars Legacy, how he would appear as a Force ghost. And I was always mm. cool with that. Yeah. Um, what, do, what do you think about this? I don't know if I want to see him in Force Ghost form. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to see the blue aura kind of stuff. I want him to, I want Ray, you know, Ray to see him in a different kind of light. You know, I think, I think it'd be more powerful that way. Well, I mean, I feel like your only other options are, uh, you know, Force Ghost, Force Spirit, a la, you know, uh, Star Wars Clone Wars, you know, when Qui-Gon Jinn was just kind of like that floating ball of energy. Uh, either that or uh, some sort of like really obscure essence transfer, like in the old legends. I, I don't think they're gonna do that because that's well, really they, dumb. Um, one one thing that I've been kind of right about, I think the whole time was I was saying that I didn't think that he was really on the island alone, mm. so he had communication with the other Force ghosts. Uh, granted, there's only one. Remember, she said four, four, four skulls. When he was on the island, she said she he shut himself off to the force. Right, he shut himself off. But how was, how much time has passed? Yeah, before well, he. That's where he went to the island to shut himself off. Right. Well, he shut himself off from the force, but Yoda appeared to him. Yeah, when he started to teach Ray. He yeah. he had to, he has to learn. He, he he disappeared, so he obviously had been communicating. With other Jedi's, what? Well, well, no, no. Yeah. Qui Gon, Qui Gon's the very first Jedi to the to do the Forest Ghost thing. Well, he had thirty. I mean, there was thirty years in between Return of the Jedi and and this. So yeah, right. But that's only, that's that's not been, an original Jedi trick. I think it's only been eight years. Yeah, that yeah. He, so yeah, he probably learned it, but I don't know necessarily if he'll need to come back. You know, it it, it depends on how the because story he, serves he, it. He's not. I'm not. I don't want him to be uh, next to Ray in the next movie, like with his hand on her shoulder, like yes, yes, treat, teach them, teach them. Because him, him, him learning the the whole Force Ghost thing. They, we have that that gap where you know, he was trying to reignite the the Jedi Order and everything like that. So there had to have been at some point where Yoda or somebody was appearing to him. You know, because again, you know that that stick goes back to Qui Gon learning the Force Ghost thing from the witches of Dathomir. So, yeah. 
Actually, the Force Priestesses of... The what? The, the Force Priestesses. There wasn't a Dathomirian thing. There's the Witches of Dathomir. No. Those are dark side users. users. Right. They're yeah. dark side... They're, they're the... No, but dark side he, but Qui- uh, but the the force the force right. the force priestesses <laughs> came to Qui Gon and said, "Hey, let's." Where was this? This was in in uh, in Clone Wars. They weren't they weren't Dathomirian uh, witches. Because they originally said it was the witches of Dathomir that he learned it from. I, I don't I recall play, that. You is. can play yeah. around with that. You can leave or take that stuff. But in the movies, the only person that really has seen Force Ghosts is Luke, and uh, that's it. What if he's just crazy, guys? What if he's... <laughs> that would be better. <laughs> that would be better. What if he just saw everything? Well, no, but you know, he's not the only one that's seen Force Ghosts. Yoda has too. Yeah. When when he was on Dagobah and we had Obi-Wan. Yeah, he can... Okay, so yeah, he can see... Because he was good. He was also... Okay, yeah, because he was totally saying on that plan. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. All right, guys. So, uh, I think maybe you have to be a giant... You have to go a little bit naive. Uh, so I'm going to I'm gonna roll... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rein it back in because we've been going for an hour, guys. I think that I think we said everything we could say and now we're getting to the nitty-gritty of Star I, Wars. But... I, I didn't say everything that I could. I, oh, I could oh. I could have an what? entire Did... commentary track on this goddamn movie. Like, like it's maybe, awful. Maybe we will. Pretty maybe we will. Next week. Yes. I, I thought you, you literally stopped talking. All right, uh, so I, I think that uh, we laid out points about what we liked, what we didn't like, um, but again, it is what it is, film subjective, hopefully you guys enjoyed it, hopefully you guys or had fun with it, I guess, I don't know. Um, everybody, uh, we're going to go with the final scores of the film, uh, one being the worst, ten being the best, uh, start on this side, Juan, what do you got? A generous three and a half. Generous three and a half. Uh, I'll give it an eight. Out of 10. I'll give it a 8.5 out of 10. I'm going with Alex on the 8.5. Cool. All right, guys. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the uh, spoiler review. Uh, if you guys got any comments, questions, or anything like that, please send them into Network at gmail.com. Uh, find us on Facebook and Twitter uh, at PopSummerCast. And uh, we love you guys. Bye. Bye. Will our heroes podcast survive? Spread the word, subscribe, and tune in next time. Same Pop Samurai time, same Pop Samurai channel.